Welcome to the Hotel Moment Podcast, presented by Revenate, the podcast where we talk to leaders in the hospitality industry. If you're looking for trends, perspectives, and stories from leaders in travel and hospitality, you're in the right place. Hello and welcome everyone to the Hotel Moment Podcast. I am your host, Karen Stevens, the Chief Revenue Officer of Revenate. And today I'm excited to be joined by Tobias Kohler, who is the Chief Commercial Officer for Big Mama Hotels. Hi, Tobias. How are you? Hi, Karen. Thank you for having me. I'm very good. How are you? <laughs> I'm wonderful. I'm so excited to see you. We've we've had a past history together with some other brands that you worked for, most notably Ruby Hotels in Germany. And I've always considered you somebody who's at the forefront forefront of kind of the digital transformation within hospitality. So it's a true pleasure. Thank you so much. This is really kind of you. <laughs> oh, excellent. Of course, of course. So before we get going, I have a few questions that I ask all of my guests just to warm us up. So I've got five questions. They're really easy. You'll know all the answers. So we'll start with the first one, which was, when did you start working in the hospitality industry? And do you remember your first day on the job? Well, I really had to, to think about it because I already started working um, in the hospitality industry during my school time because at some point we decided to make, we want to make a trip without teachers, without parents or anything. So I said, okay, let's just organize it ourselves. And so I put together a skiing trip for, yeah, first of all, 20 colleagues of mine and friends and this has grown over the years to an event with up to 120 people. And I built my own uh, booking website in 2001. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> <for> gosh. <laughs> and that's how I yeah, started to learn. I really love to create experiences and also combined with technology. And because I'm actually really lazy, so I always want to make it easy for myself. And using technology for that is super helpful and yeah, saves me a lot of time. That's <laughs> and, great. <yeah>. So <laughs> combination of technology and guest experience. That's perfect. Quite That's perfect. simple. Yeah. And from that on, I, I always try to yeah work in bars and um, found out, yeah, event management is pretty cool. And yeah, took some internships at an airline, for example, and wanted to learn more. That's why I studied tourism management in my master's degree as well. And yeah, somehow stopped uh, at the hotels <laughs> and yeah, found out this is really a great place to, to work. And for me, combined so many things with hospitality, technology, and um, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's excellent. Okay, question number two. What was the most uplifting moment so far in your career? Oh, yeah, there were so many crazy moments and um, so many experiences. And what I found for myself is that opening a new hotel is always very special, especially, you know, when you start thinking about where you can actually place a hotel or uh, where you can sign a hotel and start with the initial offer and go into uh, the construction site and then seeing it filled with people, filled with the furniture and the first guest arriving. This is super special and yeah, for me also very interesting and comparable with building um, new technology um Things in the background, like, for example, uh, at Ruby, we switched to a, a new PMS, which was a project of 
for almost three years and till we had it roll out, rolled out for all those hotels. And it is great to create something and then seeing it brought to life um, or being filled with life with the guests, for example. Yes, those are huge projects. So that's exciting. Um, we do a lot of that over here at Revenate as well. So the big, big project launches, which require yeah. <laughs> a lot of coordination across Absolutely. a lot of teams. Yeah, that's exciting. Okay, so the third question, this is more personal now. So what is the most striking experience so far in terms of a personal food experience or holiday or stay? Yeah, that is a really good question because... Um, I traveled a lot and I, because I love traveling, I love experience other cultures and um, had some stops at some wonderful hotels in my past. Also, I like to think back to the honeymoon hotel where we stayed in Rhodes on, uh, on an island in Greece. However, what struck me the most is the hospitality that people give to their guests that don't have much. Like, uh, for example, I, what I experienced in Cambodia or Indonesia, where I was... Uh, in times before Airbnb, <laughs> yeah, there was there was a, a platform called Couchsurfing, and um, I was uh, hosted by a friendly person, Ketut, and he showed me around. He brought me to his family gathering. He he brought me to a ceremony, uh, which was so awesome and so uplifting to see, with how little things, uh, wonderful experiences can be created, and um, yeah. This is something we tend to forget with all those material, beautiful, shiny things we we have. And um, thank you for bringing back this memory. <laughs> yeah. And where was this in Indonesia? Where was it in Bali or Ubud? That was in, in Bali, right? In, in Bali. Uh, near uh, Ubud. Yes. Oh, that's a magical part of the planet. What a cool yeah. story. That's great. Okay. So number four, have you met any celebrities while you've been in the trenches working in hotels? Well, knowing you, you're from the U.S., you you might not know them. <laughs> okay. It's okay. We could take so it. They're, they're, they're football players, uh, a soccer, you would say, I guess. <laughs> yeah. We have, you know what? We have an office in Amsterdam and a lot of European customers. So let's yeah. go. <laughs> Somebody's so going to know who they are. So I met Lothar Matthäus and Rudi Völler, which are... Um, I think they, they won the uh, world championship in 1990 uh, during my time at Jumeirah in Frankfurt, where we hosted them. And um, yeah, where I, had a, where I did have a quick chat with them and was kind of shy, but also irritated because they were really small <laughs> in comparison oh, no. <laughs> to what I was <laughs> expecting from the, the pictures on the TV and so on. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, very cool. That's yeah. nice. All right. Well, we'll give a shout out to all of our European guests who are impressed are impressed by that. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> okay. And then the last question, who are the women at work you have been most inspired by? Very good question. And I really love that you're uh, trying to show female persons in, in our industry really make a difference. And for me, um, I didn't have to think long about this uh, is Isabella Owen, which is or was my director of sales and marketing during my time in at Jumeirah. And I learned so much from her in terms of marketing, branding, but also how to hustle. You know, <laughs> when I thought I'm getting up so early today, nobody else is in the office. I'll be the first one. She was already sitting there. And since yeah, Jumeirah was basically my first hotel job, I really had a lot of questions. And I can imagine they were not always the smartest. And she always took the time to um, explain me everything. And yeah, it really made a difference. And in, the, in terms of thinking, in terms of um, 
how to approach marketing and, and taking a lot of that from that experience. And yeah, there's so many other women I've worked with. It's it's hard to mention them all. I do want to mention also Anna Hoyer. Um, she's the CEO, if you will, from the HSMA Association in Germany. She's doing such a great job in bringing together the industry. She's always super positive and, and super smart brain. Um, yeah, I learned also a lot from her how to counter hard experiences or um, not so friendly people <laughs> in a very diplomacy. positive way. Yeah, yeah exactly. diplomacy. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Well, we've certainly seen our fair share of, of interesting times, particularly in the dock region, you know, not only with COVID, but now with everything that's going on with with heating expenses and their energy and all of that. So, and we're going to talk a little bit about HSMA here in a minute. But before we get on to that, I want to talk about Big Mama Hotels. First of all, I love the name. I mean, right out of the gate, what a brand. But can you tell us a little bit about what the brand is and where the hotels are and all that good stuff? Sure. So I joined Big Mama Hotels about one and a half years ago. And um, David, one of the founders, um, approached me because he wants to um, grow and with Big Mama Hotels. Big Mama is a Erlen-founded family hotel, actually. So they, they were founded in 2013, basically with the idea to make a hostel and hotel out of this building here in a maybe not so friendly neighborhood in Berlin and let's take it from there. And yeah, what they've created is a really cool place to to get together, to experience a really good time because what is on the forefront of everything in, in there is the experience with people. The design of the place is also very interesting. Um, you get a lot of impressions uh, in the public's areas uh, where you can talk about, but you meet so many great people starting from the receptionists over to the housekeepers. Everybody has their own story to tell and are so friendly and happy to share their personal experiences with you as a guest in the destination. And 2019, they um, took over another hotel in Leipzig which is in Eastern Germany. And just this year, we opened another hotel in Dortmund in Eastern Germany. Some of you might know the um, football club, uh, Borussia Dortmund. <laughs> okay, very cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have to say Berlin is one of my favorite cities just because it's so cool and eclectic. And I've had the honor of being there multiple times for ITB, which... Hopefully, it's back this year, ITB Berlin. I hope it's going to be a huge show. We're really excited to be there. Yeah, but what a great city. It's just, it's it's all ours. It's a lot of great people. So I can see how um, a hotel that's a hotel hostel, you know, a lot of different kinds of people coming through would be a really great experience. It is, it is. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, and the name by itself is uh, derived from David's mother, uh, Clarissa. She's uh, the OG Big Mama, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> that, was, that started with a nickname, you know. Um, she's uh, having uh, across the corner of the hotel, there's also a, ho a home for elderly people, which she managed. And her nickname is or was Big Mama. And while they were brainstorming about the name of the hotel and asked so many people, at some point she just decided, let's just call it Big Mama. <laughs> I love it. Well, shout out to Clarissa, the, the yeah. OG Big Mama. I love it. I love it. Okay. So you mentioned before the Hospitality Sales and Marketing Association, so HSMA in Germany. Can you give our listeners a better idea of what kind of work HSMA does and why hoteliers should have HSMA in their toolkits. 
Sure. So HSMA is an association uh, where you can get a member uh, or become a member and be part of sharing knowledge and bringing knowledge to, to our industry. Um, the great thing about HSMA is, I think, that not only hoteliers uh, can become a member, but also um, partners from the industry. Like I know that Revinate, for example, is a partner as well and is part of HSMA. And HSMA uh, lifts most of it from the events and bringing people together, um, for example, on the yearly HSMA day, where it's a big congress um, with interesting keynotes, with uh, workshops, with all kinds of um, information about the industry, about technology. And what we're trying to do is um, gather knowledge and bring it to everybody. And that's maybe an important thing to know. Um, Germany or the German-speaking areas, also in Austria and uh, Switzerland, is driven by small and medium-sized hotel companies rather than in the U.S. As far as I know, most of them are big brands and all those small chains, all those family-run businesses, um, they really need some more input in terms of technology, in terms of how to do sales, maybe in terms of how to do marketing or just a place to exchange information, to exchange ideas and yeah, that's where HSMA brings everybody together. I just wanted to say, you know, I think that is so important because, you know, as we kind of highlighted at the top of this, you've had a, a deep love for technology from the jump, as well as experiences in, in hospitality. But a lot of when you're talking about smaller to medium size, either single hotels or smaller groups in some areas, they're really just hospitality focused. They might be family operated and they, so they haven't had enough exposure and to have an organization where you've got partner hotels that can come in and do some education. And of course, vendors are there as well, but you know, I think hoteliers want to have the full scope. And I know that you recently gave a presentation there. Can you talk a little bit about the, the publication that you did through the organization about digitization and getting into that modern place. So, <laughs> so what, what we've put together uh, during the last uh, three, four years are so-called expert circles, uh, where we try to gather experts, for example, from HR, from sales, from distribution, e-commerce. And one part is also the expert group technology that I'm part of. And what we've been working on over the last year or half year is a project that we call a back office automation, where we want to to put a focus on the general digitization of this time, not the customer guest or the guest journey, rather than what's happening in the back of the hotel, like what's happening in HR, what's happening in housekeeping and so on. And how can digitization help to improve processes and uh, costs or um, several other things as well? Yeah, and that's great. And I think what was interesting when I was kind of going through the presentation itself is that this really improves not only the efficiency of the hotel, but also the satisfaction of the staff, right? Because it helps to eliminate some of the monotonous task things that they're doing and move that into more, you know, where I think they could focus more on the more fun parts of their job, which have to do with guests. <laughs> Absolutely. <Right? laughs> this yeah. is this is something I think COVID taught us the hard way um, that we need to make space for our uh, colleagues to really take care of their guests, to take care or to, to enjoy the fun part of our jobs 
better. And also looking at um, how many people left our industry during those hard times. People don't have too much time at time at the hand anymore. And it helps to, to look at all those processes and how to make them easier, to make them maybe faster and or to even eliminate them with the help of technology. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I know that we're, we're talking a lot about, you know, even just basic tech adoption, which is something we all hope to come along, bring through the industry. But then, you know, it is changing very fast and getting very advanced very quickly. So where do you think AI is going to take us in the new world? So maybe talk to a little bit about what AI is and then where do you see that going as we start to kind of come into 2023 and beyond. <laughs> Very good question. I mean, um, this is the topic of the year, I'd say, or since, uh, or even last year since Chat GPT um, was released, and everybody is now talking about uh, OpenAI. Now all those crypto guys have something new to talk about, and what I really appreciate is how everybody's really concentrating now on how can AI actually help us. Yes, there are some people who are questioning the whole role of AI in general. However, let's quickly have a look at what AI can do for us in the hotel industry. So artificial intelligence is something that can learn from patterns, that can learn from text, that can learn from all kinds of input and create their own ideas out of it. So if we're looking at our industry in the hotel industry and as well as on the lack of staff, we can, for example, have so many cool um, uses of AI. Um, let's just say when we talk about the back office um, in revenue management, for example, AI can easily identify. And I know that some of the um, revenue management systems already do this um, at what date um, there's a high demand and maybe to raise prices or to maybe um, do something um, for a special target group. And also in terms of CRM to then if the revenue management system realizes, hey, we do have a need of more bookings during this and that time, maybe ask the AI to create a newsletter about this. So maybe only a person like the marketing department or um, can have a look at it and say, yeah, that sounds good. Maybe here and there a little tweak and then go for it and send out a newsletter. That's, for example, one thing uh, we're currently trying with Big Mama to make use of chat GPT and create newsletter targeted to different target groups. Also have it create landing pages that are matching what is said mm -hmm. in, the, in the newsletter. Exactly. Yep. And yep. For me, as currently, since we're at Big Mama, for example, working on a, in a very lean structure, meaning that we are only two guys in marketing at the moment and running three hotels and have a lot of other things on the plate, this helps us a lot uh, to teach. So we, we create already some prompts that the artificial intelligence already can write in a way that we would write. Not only uh, does it mention, yeah, do this and that and that, it says it says whatever it has to say in our tone of voice that we created for Big Mama. And with every other prompt, with every other tweak, we tell it it's getting better and better. And so 
we save a lot of time also. For example, uh, what we're using it for is at the moment, we're translating our website to French. And yes, we did have somebody translate it to French, but the person didn't re um, translate SEO-relevant um, tags, for example, or keywords or the sentence that is shown then in Google when you search for, I don't know, Big Mama Hotels group bookings. And that's where ChatGPT helps us to create a, a copy for something in, in seconds, which I would have to make my mind up uh, for a little bit longer. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it takes a minute. Yeah. Wow, that is really exciting. This is what I'm talking about. You're at the forefront. You're really cutting edge with this stuff. And I said it before, jokingly, when we talked a few years ago that, you know, you might have a job at Revenate someday. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you ever if you ever want to come to the dark side, come into technology over here. Uh, we also leverage a lot of machine learning and AI and have a lot of exciting things coming. As you said, it's exciting because a lot of these platforms are open now. So if you, you know, if you're not afraid to kind of jump in and roll up your sleeves and 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 tinker around, you know, you can get a lot of things done. So Exactly. That's that's yeah. the main point I would uh, suggest to everybody to just play around, try things out. Um, yeah, you can't break anything. That's what I'm telling my colleagues always. In the times of uh, backups or whatnot, it's really hard to break things. And um, I'd rather repair something somehow uh, than you didn't test it. And um, so, yeah, I think that is something that should be done by a lot more. Not always saying, yeah, I don't have time to try this new thing. It's always good to try new things. Yes, sometimes it's a waste of time. But um, from my experience, you, you always learn independent of the result actually so and then you know it's nothing for you <laughs> right exactly yeah at least you know what you're doing you know it's interesting because I think everybody is so busy but if we carve out time in our day to think strategically or you know just get some time away to you know out of what you do day to day and test and try and poke around and and also seek out organizations like HSMA, whether you're in the doc region or in other regions, finding organizations where you have colleagues, people in your field who are willing to share that information. It's really worth your time. Absolutely. No, I think um, that's exactly the point. We're we're not competing um, in these terms. And I think there are enough guests out there. Uh, so we can only learn from each other. And um, it's always great to, because I'm really super enthusiastic about all those things and I'm trying them out. And it's always also good to then discuss this with people. And they're like, hey, have you thought about uh, terms, I don't know, privacy or something? <laughs> right. Was, Maybe not. <laughs> but good that you're That's mentioning good point. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. Well, hey, Tobias, this has been awesome. So so just so our listeners know, where can they find more information on Big Mama Hotels? What's the URL for that? So visit us on uh, bigmamahotels.com or join us on Instagram. That's our most active channel there. And hit us up on LinkedIn. I think all of us are happy to answer any kind of questions or reach uh, out to anything. Um, it'll be great to stay in touch. <laughs> Absolutely. This has been a delight. Thank you so much, Tobias. And I wish you a great 2023 and have fun in Berlin at ITB. Thank you. Hope and to see hope everybody to see there. you there. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Hotel Moment Podcast. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're watching on YouTube, please like the video and subscribe for more content. For more information, head to hotelmomentpodcast.com. The Hotel Moment podcast is presented by Revenate and produced by Make More Media.